0: You're listening to The Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa.
1: Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa.com. You can leave me a message on my message board. It comes straight to my email.
2: All right. That's Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry right here on The Martin Houston Show. For those of you tuning in on Thursdays, you got a special treat. Roll Tide and have a blessed day. We'll catch up with you next week, Scotty. Hey, remember this, that this is the day that the Lord has made. So rejoice and be glad in it. But also remember this. You can trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path, roll tide and bless you and catch you on the flip side.
3: Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston.
4: He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama
3: touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you.
4: Martin, I can remember when we came to the center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watch the watch the work out in the weight room. If you can pick up, you can enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run it back to the takes.
0: Welcome back into the Martin
2: Houston show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston show fan page on Facebook. It is a beautiful morning and it is another day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, serve someone, love someone. You be the difference you want to see in the world today. Don't wait on someone else to do it. You be the one to do it. All right. We got a great show lined up for you today. Want to get right into that conversation. But before we do that, want to invite you to interact with us this morning. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa Hotline is open for business. We'd love to hear from you this morning. So give us a call. Uh, The Taco Casa Hotline, 205-342-9904. Taco Casa quality, taste, value, under the biggest cactus in town. Doing it the right way for 40-plus years and counting. Getting better every day. That's Taco Casa. Check them out for lunch and or dinner. Six locations in Tuscaloosa and West Alabama to better serve you, as well as one up in Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive. Also, remember, if you want to tune in or if you tuned in on – social media you can interact with us there give us your thoughts your comments your topics your chat will be brought into the program good morning to the guys already there chuck uh ellis cj alisa uh we say good morning to you guys and uh we say good morning to you mr james uderman how you doing sir
5: Good morning, Martin. I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for asking, and good morning to all of you wonderful Facebook viewers this morning as well. I don't, I don't ever give a shout out to the Facebook crew on this side because I can't <laughs> see them. But uh, good morning, Facebook. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's 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 a fun, fun, fun time.
2: Um, a lot of news happening around the Crimson Tide. Uh, some good, some I guess also. Eh, oh, oh, uh, but let's, let's kind of look at that real quick. And then, of course, later on in the program, in the second half, kicking off the second half, we'll uh, have our recruiting guru, Hank South, 247 Sports Bam Online Recruiting, will be joining us. And then we will uh, end the program with Scotty Hollins, Executive De- uh, Director of Blueprint Ministries, presenting the Christian Moment of the Week, courtesy of uh, – johnson and marshall dentistry uh is where you can find them so johnson marshall dentistry will be presenting that normally that happens on wednesday uh, but just due to timing and things we just feel like instead of rushing and we it, it would be better to bring him back on today all right uh, let's just kind of look at the news first of all let's you know hit basketball uh because yesterday we we, we alluded to it but wasn't sure what was going on but um Good news for the Crimson Tide is that they're still winning and they're still undefeated and they will hold first place uh, alone solo, at least through this week, uh, through uh, Saturday as they prepare to take on Arkansas Razorbacks. But not good news, uh, you know, James, in terms of what happened with uh, two of their starters that, that may miss a little time. Um, First of all, Jordan Bruner, uh, the transfer, was actually to me was it was like he was a little slow getting started, uh, but slowly was becoming coming coming into his own and kind of being that weapon, especially in key moments of the Auburn game as well as the Kentucky game. That that he made some some key plays, key moments, but uh, suffering a meniscus tear, had a procedure done yesterday by doctor. Uh came uh out indefinitely but not out permanently uh for the rest of the season. How big a blow is this to the crimson tide
5: i mean it's look anytime you lose a player like this it it's it is a big deal um so I don't want to underplay its significance at all because i I think it's huge um, but the good thing is, and we talked about this you know throughout the week uh, Alabama probably has the best depth that they, that they have probably had in uh, a long time. Uh, so if I ever, <laughs> I, I, if ever, I, yeah, I was going to say ever, but I didn't want to like overstep. Uh, but, but I agree. Uh, and I think it's, it, it definitely helps. Now the other news too, hearing about Herb Jones yeah. and it not being as bad as, as they originally thought is, is great and kind of offsets. Uh, the bad news, but yeah, losing a player like Quinterly, man, is is a is a big blow to this team for sure. But they got the depth to back it up.
2: Yeah, hopefully, uh, uh, Bruner is out. Quinterly, hopefully, will be back. Um, oh yeah,
5: Bruner, sorry, yeah, yeah, that,
2: no, that's okay. Uh, Quinterly will be back. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, from whatever we've not, I've not heard any specifics on exactly what's been going on with him. But I've heard they're going to try
5: to get him back uh, this weekend for Arkansas. So that that's from what I'm hearing around that that's the news right now, but nothing's been made official.
2: Yeah. And Herb Jones, you know, like you said, uh, I, I told you, I, (laughs) when it happened, man, I stopped my television. I zoom, I, I zoomed in as good as I could and paused it. And so, and I said, that doesn't look like a wrist. That looks like a cricket finger to me. And of course it ended up being a broken finger. Um, Not good news, but uh, not as bad a news as we had originally uh, thought in terms of they were reporting that it was a left wrist injury. And, of course, we know he broke a wrist last year. And we're thinking, oh, man, not right now. Don't do this to the Crimson Tide. So uh, good news, bad news. Uh, Bruner is out indefinitely, but not permanently. He he still has a chance to come back. Uh, Then also – Herb Jones uh, out but with the broken finger versus a broken wrist um, and we know he helped us win a game last year uh, James with the broken wrist so he may be able to contribute even with that broken finger in some way so we'll we'll, we'll see him play that by ear as well uh, other good news man coach Nick Saban <laughs> somebody was finally listening. They gave, <laughs> they gave, let me rephrase and change my own wording. Nick Saban finally got uh, an award that he has deserved uh, and and um, done well enough to win on numerous occasions while here at the Capstone. But finally, James got an opportunity to actually put that on his mantle. Only fitting that wins the Coach Bear Bryant Award in the year he passes Coach Bryant. I know you did an article on that. Talk a little bit about how special an award this is and the significance of Nick Saban uh, being named the Coach Bear Bryant Coach of the Year.
5: Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of things that, you know, in awards sometimes that you just you never know which direction it's going to go. Um, but I thought this was a no-brainer. I, I mean, for – First of all, it's called the Paul Bear Bryant Award. And for Nick Saban to pass Bear Bryant for national championships in college, uh, first of all, should have just been a no-brainer. But secondly, the way that he took this team, and and I know there's – I wrote another article yesterday as well about Alabama fatigue, and and I Uh think that there is some of that. Uh, But for a guy to take a team – First of all, to an undefeated record in the SEC conference schedule only this year. In the midst of a global pandemic, which nobody has dealt with ever. uh, And and then for them to just dominate every team that they played. Uh, There was only one team this year that kept it close, and that was Florida. And every other team they beat by at least 10 points or more. So uh, for him to take this team to that level and to do what he did this season... Again, to me, Martin, it's just a no-brainer uh, to give this guy the award. But he also is the only – he's only the second coach to win it multiple times. Uh, the other coach, Davo Sweeney, has won it three times. Uh, so so that's pretty cool. But, uh, man, there's nobody more deserving, in my opinion, of this award than Nick Saban for what he does, not just on the field, but in this community with Nick's Kids uh, Foundation. I think that that's fantastic. So so good on Good on the American Heart Association who runs that award, and they made the right decision.
2: Yeah, you know, you just said something that still is mind-boggling to me. Coach Saban won, and in two thousand. First of all, before before I forget, hey, listen, if you're listening right now and you want to read this article. Or any of the other great articles that we reference sometimes uh, on this show, you can always go to tide 109com uh, see some absolutely awesome content uh, that doesn't always get brought completely into the show, but maybe referenced. And when you look at this article, that's where you can find it. tide 109 uh, <clears throat> But but just think about Nick Saban won this award. You said the second, only the second coach to win it. Three I mean, um, a second time. Uh, he won it in two thousand three at LSU, and then he has. Think about what he's done here, and the fact that he's not. He, there, there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be virtually maybe one or two seasons where he didn't get Coach of the Year of some sort. Uh, but especially the Co- Coach Paul Bear Bryant Award, and I, I'm not knocking Dabo winning it the three years. But what did Dabble do in, in those three years that Nick Saban didn't do in the off years? And, and, and that's to me uh, which make, what makes no sense. And, of course, it was a no-brainer. You know how bad it would have looked on the uh, what did you say American Heart um, Association if they had not given Nick Saban uh, this award? Your article Obama fatigue would have had to have 2.0. Sorry, I said it may be a little bit of that. I need to update and say there's a whole lot of it, but fortunately they came through James and and did what they were supposed to do. uh, I think uh, with, with this award, Uh, no doubt Nick Saban uh, deserves this award. Uh, We got Curtis Moore the second that we want to get to let's bring him in immediately coming out of the break uh, in the second quarter. And then we'll also talk about man, Alabama getting some good news. We may have one or two people leaving, uh, That was kind of expected, but we also have some good news about guys coming back as well, and we'll talk about that conversation in the second quarter. Hey, go ahead and get yourself ready to be a part of it, 205-342-9904.
3: Tide 100.9 traffic. The Townsend Nissan Traffic Center no Rex. as we start a Thursday morning. I am getting reports of icing on bridges just to our north, so please drive carefully. And if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a tremendous deal on a brand-new car, you need to head to your hometown dealer. Towns Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. A nice warm-up today. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The
0: high 58 tonight becoming mostly cloudy below at 35. Colder tomorrow and Saturday. The sky partially sunny both days. Highs between 47 and 50 degrees. I'm James Spann of the ADC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott
2: Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships strong customer service, and creative ideas. They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com.
0: Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Everybody was
2: You're back again with the Martin Houston Show. Man, what an awesome day. So much information to get to. Uh, and we'll get right to that. Let's go ahead and get Curtis Moore uh, the second into the program. And then we'll uh, get back on some of this good news around the Crimson Tide program. Good morning, Kevin. I mean, Kevin. Good morning, Curtis. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Hey,
6: what's going on, man? Uh, team and everyone. Hey, I got a couple of uh, random uh, questions uh, to ask. I know they're random. Hey, um, Go ahead. for the championship, do assistants get um, rings? Uh, what I'm talking about is like the uh, analysts, and and um,
2: it,
6: it, you know, like um, you know, Charlie Strong and and um, you know, Bush Jones and and all of them. Do they do they qualify for rings? Uh, uh, when, when, uh, unless we something has
2: changed, Park. Curtis. Unless something has changed, uh, everybody in the program got rings when we won it. Uh, even uh, the only person that I don't, I know that I think felt like deserved a ring was my wife. Uh, she may be the only one that didn't get one in '92. Uh, they they actually even I don't know if they still do this, but like when when we won it in '92 the women got like right. the top of the 92 ring as a pendant uh necklace uh and oh, wow. you know like all the other support people um from from my past uh have gotten rings so i would assume that all of the analysts do as well
6: that's a good thing
2: that's something i, I know it's a random question but i just no uh, that's there's something no, behind that's, the scenes that,
6: that <laughs> hey re- remember yeah. remember about, oh, go ahead.
2: Now, I was going to say, remember the name of the show, Martin Houston Show, the San Bama Sports, your show, your team. You can bring up your topic you want. Uh, we may not be able to talk about it, but you can bring it up. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> I know,
6: right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> another, on another um, note, um, Keelan Robinson. I was going to ask the same thing about him, too. When these people op- op- opt out and stuff like that, you know, he's still on the roster. Will he qualify for it, too, or not?
2: Um, if he opted, if he opted out and did not leave, um, the opt out was an option that these players could take, but they were still part of the program. They were not, they were not supposed to be punished in any way, uh, is what was oh, okay. said, right, James? But the question is, how, you know, whether that pans out. To be, you get a ring or not, I don't know. But they're not supposed to be punished for having opted opted out.
5: Yeah, and David, I, you the words I don't on think my so either. That's um, what he did say but at first. you know, it's kind of <laughs> Martin. I don't think you're gonna. You may not agree with this, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I think if people opt out, like if it's not like a legitimate health concern that they opted out, and they just opted out because you know whatever, I don't, I don't know if they should get one. I know I'm being kind of cold, but no, you. I I wouldn't say that. I, I would
2: say that um, that they 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 may not get a ring if they if they enter the transfer portal or they opt out. But um, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have a problem with that if they had nothing to do with the season. If they weren't working out, if they weren't practicing, if they weren't like all the walk-ons. Uh, Every part of the program got a ring if they were a part of the program. Just because you're on the roster doesn't mean you're part of the program in an opt out season, in my opinion, James. So we're not as far off on that as you think.
6: Yeah, I can see You got anything one
2: else? Part of this?
6: Just one more quick one. Um, and, and, and it came to my head because um, what you were mentioning earlier about the basketball thing. You know, how we have the medical staff like Jeff Allen and all that for football do they help out with basketball too or not
2: uh, i think he has his own set of um direct you know uh, medical staff but i know that they have some overlap as far as helping each other but i think they have their like they have their own strength and conditioning coach even though it used to all fall under you know the the strength and conditioning coach for Alabama, but they had specific guys that did it, and I know Nate brought in his own you know strength and conditioning coach, so uh, you know the trainers and stuff like that I think are basketball specific, but they have some overlap. I, I'm
5: yeah, I know a lot of the guys and, and girls, for that matter, who work for Alabama. a lot of them are students, so because who are getting experience and things like that. Except for like the main strength and conditioning coaches and things like that. But I think Alabama has different for every sport. They have different strength and conditioning coaches that that work specifically. But I know a lot of who works there are are students who are who are studying, you know, physical science and things like that.
6: Now, the reason why I ask is because, you know, Jeff. I was wondering if Jeff Allen should kind of works some magic on Bruner. <laughs> I'll just play. <laughs> you know, Max, I,
2: I'm you know, sure he will man, be really consulted. <laughs> yeah.
6: I'm
2: sure he'll be consulted.
6: Okay, well, that's all I got. All
2: right. Well, thanks, Curtis. Call back anytime, man. Love, love getting your interaction and hearing from you.
6: Hey, likewise. Roll Tide.
2: Roll Tide. All right, Curtis uh, calling in from Florida, um, but local Alabama, Alabama native, uh, so regular part of the program on Facebook, but calling in this morning. Uh, hey, listen, good news, some good news happening around uh, the league um, in terms of what's happening in, in terms of uh, transfer portals and et cetera. Uh, Curtis Lewis saying opt-outs don't get a ring, uh, and I have zero issue with that. To me, you don't lose your scholarship, but you also don't get the benefit um, of what the team does when you made a choice not to. And and I'm I'm being people had legit reasons, James, to opt out. Whatever the reasons were, I, I you know that's that's up to them. But. Uh, um, they keep their scholarship, and they should not be punished, but they also shouldn't be rewarded. And, and that's that's my thought on that, even though you thought I may think a little.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think you thought differently. I, I just think, you, well, I don't know. Just to me, I know there are some who may not necessarily agree with that, but I actually said that in the beginning when all of this started. You know, I said, well, you know, if you opt out, don't opt back in when your team makes the playoff or when you win Light a Like Sean Wade what you don't know,
2: like sean Wade didn't sean Wade with
5: ohio state opt in and out like multiple times i, I mean <laughs> if he did okay but but again i mean i i just don't it, again if it's not a legitimate medical reason why you're opting out and you're just opting out because you don't feel like playing well that i'm sorry that i don't have respect for that
2: well also you know n- I don't know what's going to come out about Keelan Robinson. It was, I knew he was opting out way before the season, but a lot of people thought it, it was, he was opting out more so because of, you know, potentially transferring and stuff like that than he was uh, from COVID. But, you know, he, he may decide to come back now, uh, or he may go into the transfer portal uh, yesterday, we did get news that Eddie Smith um, is going to opt out um, defensive back. And then, of course, Ishmael Sopsher and Kevin uh, Harris, uh, the second, has already opted out throughout uh, during the season. And when I say opt out, I'm sorry, enter the transfer portal. Uh, Eddie Smith, Kevin Harris, the second, and Ishmael Sopshire the only ones we know of so far. Uh, but that that's that's the bad news the good news is uh the uh confirmed and potential returners to the Alabama Crimson Tide team um Josh job uh, and um Christian Harris coming back how big of news is that man from from the defensive side of the ball uh to get one of your starting corners back and then to Keep that pair of outside linebackers. Uh, uh, how big a news is that for uh, Pete Golding, if he's still here? Um, just throw that out there for you all to chew on for a minute. If he doesn't leave, um, how big a deal is it for him uh, to have those guys back?
5: Oh, it's huge. Uh, I think it's absolutely huge, especially in a season where you know people all all people seem to want to do was criticize Pete Golding. Uh, yes. so why, you know, if Pete Golding leaves, which, uh, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. There's a part of me that's like, okay, cool. And then there's a part of me that's like, not really cool. <laughs> uh, because well, college football's <laughs> just changed so much as far as defense there, you know, there's only so much you can do it. College football is an offensive game. Now that that's the oh, time we live much. in,
2: but very much so. Yeah. Uh, you know, the one, the quick thing and, and I'm, we need to get to, uh, well, Craig Whitten, <laughs> Craig Wooden said, "Great news! Fire Pete Golden. Uh, rumors are abounding that Pete Golden uh, may be back here at the Crimson Tide. But if he's not, it won't be because he fired. It's because there's a couple places um, that that may want to take him with them. So uh, maybe uh, a, a Texas or uh, or even back uh, to his home state. And uh, I'll just leave it at that." Uh, until those rumors are either confirmed or burned. Uh, real quick, uh, Brian Robinson returning, absolute great news. I'm so excited for this young man to be coming back and playing on this offense. That is, that is awesome. I think that is, that is a Najee Harris type of decision um, in terms of what's happening in that sense. And then now this would be a game-changer. I feel really good about our offense if this happens, N- Nothing confirmed, just innuendos and rumors. But I said I would like to see it when he first did it. If we're going to get Landon Dickerson back, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. I don't know if he will or won't. I think he's going to uh, find out what they're saying about him and his knee, and then I think he'll make a decision. But that's a potential returner, uh, James, that changes everything uh in, in terms of our offense we'll, we'll we'll get deeper into some of these things uh, but we ha- we have a uh, great guest coming up next to talk a little recruiting and we'll talk to him about the impact of transfer portal potentially on this signing class um and that coming up next we'll have hank south 247 sports bam online recruiting to kick off the second half
3: Tide 100.9 traffic. The Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no Rex. as we start a Thursday morning. I am getting reports of icing on bridges just to our north, so please drive carefully. And if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a tremendous deal on a brand-new car, you need to head to your hometown dealer. Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray.
2: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience they have the basic car wash that starts at seven dollars but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as twelve dollars and go up to twenty dollars they also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at twenty three ninety nine going up to thirty nine ninety nine in other words just double the regular premium package Drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama 1, or you can find them online at OverflowExpressWash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. That is going to do it. The clock is going to wind down. 10 seconds 9 eight, seven, players flooding the field here at Hard Rock Stadium, two seconds, one, and that is it. The final score, Bama, 52, Ohio State 24, Alabama does it, 10 regular season SEC wins, an SEC championship, a Rose Bowl championship, and national championship number 18, 13 in all, absolute perfection. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church,
0: On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: Welcome back to the Houston show on Tide 100.9. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Get a, uh, want a great follow where you can find all the great articles. Follow at Hank South 247 Good morning, Hank. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Martin. I'm good. How are you? Doing well, man. Thanks so much for being with us again this morning. Uh, let's get right into the conversation. Uh, have we – what what is the impact? Um, we have at least three names right now that have entered the transfer portal. They technically haven't lost a scholarship, but could lose a scholarship. You can enter without. Uh, if say these three guys leave: Eddie Smith, Kevin Harris II, and Ishmael Sopshire How does Nick Saban incorporate those? Uh, scholarships into this recruiting class, or does he have to, uh, you know, do it for a future class? How how does that work?
7: It basically, uh, as I understand it, and I believe Kevin Harris is committed to Georgia Tech and uh, Ishmael Sopcher is committed to USD, if I'm not mistaken, but Eddie Smith entered yesterday, or said he was going to enter it yesterday. Um, But essentially it just opens up space Within the total number of scholarships available um, through that 85, so it wouldn't really necessarily impact, um, you know, this 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 class. I I guess you know whether you know they push harder for a defensive lineman than they do with defensive back. Maybe that's that's what it impacts. But as far as overall numbers, um, it it doesn't really uh, change the fact that you know you're, you're working with 25 initial counters. Um, obviously, there's you know there, there's some back counting in there that you can you can work with, but um, it, it doesn't change kind of the overall number you can take.
2: Is this where he gets those gray shirt guys scholarships? Guys who come in and they pay their way the first year, pretty much. Uh, then the next year they go on scholarship. Is this how, how he he uses them? Because once they're here and on the roster, then if you have space in the 85, they can be added back. Correct.
7: Yeah, I, I think that's kind of what you see happen with that kind of thing when you have open um, availability. And, and I think sometimes, uh, and and forgive me because I'm not great with this rule or great at totally understanding it. It's kind of confusing, but um, you know, I, I think sometimes it, it can work with transfers coming into as far as what it counts towards the total um, number of 85 rather that initial 25 counter. So, so I think there's there's a few kind of different ways you can work with it, but I, I think overall it doesn't really change how many you can take um, out, out of, you know, high school or the recruiting class you're signing. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, the guys that are on the roster, whether they're walk-on or just not, you know, preferred walk-ons, I, I think sometimes you see that kind of um, come into play in, in terms of, you know, them earning their scholarship.
2: Speaking of Hank South, 247 Sports, Bermond Online Recruiting. I another question for you, Hank, before we get into conversation with Pat. Uh, Um, and you may or may not know this because I don't think any of us clearly knows what's going to happen, but have you heard anything about the fact that they're giving all of these, Hey, you can return your scholarship. Didn't count last year waiver, but there's the 85 rule. Uh, of course that number has to be changed. Is that going to be, is that a four year decision, five year decision? Will we? How do we ever get back to back down to AP five? If say ten guys from Alabama uh, that were seniors decide to come back,
7: yeah, it's a good question. I I, I haven't seen the NCAA come out with uh, an official statement on how that's going to work with the overall scholarship count. Um, but yeah, you, you're kind of it opens the door to, to a lot of confusion. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, obviously they're they're going to have to. Um, so I'm not sure if it's you know. You can have 100 or, or or whatever for for one year, and then they go back to 85. So yeah, it, it's going to be kind of a, a weird situation to to kind of see filter out. Um, but yeah, it, it, the NCAA hasn't uh, come out that I've seen w- with an official word on you know what the number will be or you know how they're going to you know how that's going to play out um, you know years be the years beyond just 2021.
2: Yeah, because I look at it and go, okay, say say 10 comes back from alabama and 15 comes back from from you know auburn well Mm -hmm. auburn now has 100 scholarships and alabama has 95 you know and then the next year do you you know alabama only has five that come back but auburn has you know 15 of that next senior class decides to come back so they still at 100 and you could, but, I, you could literally be at a situation where one team gets back down to 85 in a two, three year window and the other team could still be sitting at, you know, 100 scholarships. I don't know how they're going to do it unless they yeah. just bump up the numbers. I mean, I, I think they're going to ultimately end up bumping up the numbers and figuring out how to reclass and all of that. I just don't know because some class somewhere a class is going to get screwed uh, if they don't bump up the numbers. Uh, Hank, because you just – I mean, you got freshmen coming in right now that's going to be playing with guys, legit six-year guys, and it's all okay. It's not just one or two. It's a whole roster of potential six-year guys that's going to be on some teams.
7: Right. So Yeah, it seems like kind of a messy situation. Obviously, you know, it could could play to teams' advantage. It could play to Alabama's advantage with some of these guys looking to come back and, and, you know, either have have a big impact or provide – Provide really good leadership, um, but yeah, beyond that, you know, some, like you said, I mean, it, it could certainly kind of unbalance the scales a little bit um, with, with you know um, advantages to one
2: teams and disadvantages to the others. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's get to Pat Patch in with Hank South two four seven Sports. What's on your mind, man? Yeah,
4: Martin, I can't see how that could ever end. No, it it, it, could, it, could go, it could go on eighteen years.
2: Well, it's, the it could only end, Pat, if they sh- decide arbitrarily which class they're going to screw. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's so somewhere along the line, if they end it, they either either going to bump up the scholarships or they're going to end it somewhere. I mean, that's, exactly.
4: Okay, if I'll they
2: end it, some one class is going to lose out somehow. Okay,
4: okay, all right. Anyway, hey, my question today is: Have you been able to get a hold of JTT's? Oh. Uh, camp and find out did the beatdown of Ohio State do anything to uh, increase our chances of Alabama. So we have not, not since the game ended, uh, Brandon Huffman, who's our West
7: coast uh, analyst out there that has a pretty close relationship with with JT and his family. He, he's gotten them for several interviews. Um, in the last few months, he talked to him last Thursday, about a week ago, or maybe Wednesday. Um, they talked about the game kind of his thoughts on the programs. Obviously, you know, he still has a top five. I think he recognizes that everybody kind of just thinks it's Alabama versus Ohio State. So he was asked about that, too, talked about that, you know, what what he sees in both teams, what he liked about um, the semifinal games prior to the national championship. They asked him, uh, or or Brandon asked him, you know, if he had a pick for for Bama Ohio State. He said, you know, I think it'll just be a good game. He obviously wasn't going to pick one winner. Um, But he has not uh, said anything about the game yet. So, you know, we're working on that. I know Brandon's working on getting him for another interview this week at some point or, you know, in the next okay. couple of days. Uh, so, hopefully, you know, we'll get some reaction from him. But, you know, I don't see any scenario where Monday night didn't help um, in Bama's efforts to get him. Um, obviously, you know, the way the defensive line played too, especially Barmore, um, I think, you know, that was probably certainly something he was watching and could factor into this decision. And plus, he's never visited Ohio State before. So, you know, we'll Got see you. an offense. You know, if okay. you look at Ohio State right now, right. you know, who knows okay. who's
4: actually going to go, but Ryan Day right.
7: is
4: NFL head coaching, but so, you know, we'll see what uh, happens. Okay. One more quick question. Oh, uh, offensive line, Kyle Flood appears to be a communist and uh, is uh, <laughs> defecting. Uh, and uh, my question is, on, Pat, uh, Jordan,
2: Pat, go, Pat, go ahead, on. I'm sorry. Go hold ahead. On, Pat. Pat, hold on. Uh-huh. Why did you call Kyle Flood a communist? Because he's defecting. <laughs> hey,
5: that, but, okay, that is, go that ahead is the most fantastic question. thing I've hey, ever but, heard. But, on this
4: but, but my question is, hey, Jordan Roberts appears to be oh uh, from hey on the hoof. Oh my lord, this guy appears to be a mauler. He's Tarzan reincarnated. Hey, if he can't play like Tarzan, then I'm uh, then hey. I've never seen anybody that looked like Tarzan, that old man. I'm thinking he he looks like he's going to be a mauler for this offensive line. Why could anybody in their right mind want to leave the offensive line that was just recruited to the Crimson Tide? It makes zero sense to me.
7: Well, I, I think you know, yeah. If, if you look at that, and, and Kyle Flood was leaving Alabama for just a, a lateral move to go be the offensive line coach uh, at Texas or anywhere else. I think you know maybe a little bit of a head scratcher, but um, he has a title. He's going to be offensive coordinator at Texas, so he's he's leaving for a promotion, which obviously you know then opens the door to you know potential head coach opportunities, um, you know down the line. Um, so I, I think you know it makes sense as a promotion. You know he, he's going to go to another. Uh, you know, kind of blue blood school or used to be blue blood school. Uh, yeah, well, they
4: have one national title out there, only one. Yeah.
7: But, no, hey. I, I think it makes sense the promotion. So, you know, you can't really fault him. And yeah, you know, you look at this class and, you know, who, you know, that, yeah, people, you would think people would want to coach it, but it also makes sense, you know, people want to take promotions and, and keep moving up in their, their career trajectory. So, uh, you know, I think it
4: it makes sense. But uh, uh, I guess it's, he's going to get a raise here, though, too, no doubt.
2: Uh, yeah, a way, I think promotion is two different things. Uh, a lot of these coaches, at the point, the money they're making, they're really not in it, Pat, for the the, the money per se. Uh, uh, a lot of them want to be in that position of authority and leadership and have more say. And Kyle Flood's a former head coach uh, who's had a little taste, as uh, Hank mentioned, of the NFL, but also uh, of the college game. And think about what he's doing. He is um, – uh, he is a guy that that has coached on the East Coast SEC, and now he's Texas. So if he gets back into college college coaching, he's going to have a pretty wide reaching uh, network of coaches to recruit from. And as Hank will tell you, um, um, he, he he I mean, recruiting in connection with high schools is the key to success. Yeah, I got you.
4: That, I, I, Thanks, I got Pat. you, but hey, but he still just defected, a hey, from the uh, <laughs> the premier. Hey, he he defected from America. He's going to Texas. Like I, I everybody, everybody that. knows what Texas is down there. That bunch of blowhards. Anyway, hordes uh, all anyway, right,
7: Pat,
4: that's hey, good one, we, man. We, we Hey, we're gonna give us a we're gonna give us a, a real real uh, uh, bad feeling about Texas. All right, anyway, hey, y'all
2: have a blessed Thank day. God. Thank y'all. Bye-bye. All right, last question for Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Hank, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just just hang in there. But, <laughs> hey, kind of give us an update on uh, what's next for Bama and how things are going now that we're in this kind of uh, the, what used to be the traditional uh, high tide for recruiting.
7: Yeah, you know, it, it. Nothing's really changed. I think, by the way, of uh, you know the, the kind of last few targets. I think the guys to watch are, you know, J T. Molo, Terry, and Arnold. And, and to an extent, I think Brian Thomas. You know, uh, he's still in the mix. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to see Brian Thomas picking Alabama with the receivers class on board, but you know, we'll see crazier things have happened. Um, so that's kind of where things stand with 2021 targets. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of buzz about. Bill O'Brien joining the staff. It's pretty much reported that it's done. It's just not been made official yet. You know, Nick Saban even was quoted yesterday at an awards banquet, um, you know, talking about how he he thinks he'll do a good job with the players at Alabama. Um, So kind of just, you know, waiting on official announcement there, but it looks like he's going to be the next offensive coordinator. You know, does that change anything with the, the remaining guys Bama goes after? I I don't think so, but, you know, we'll see if if there's guys they push for that they haven't been at this point. You know, Eric Gilbert's still in the transfer portal, the the LSU tight end. Transfer one-time Big Vama target, so, you know, maybe he's a name to watch. But as far as it goes with 2021, you know, most of the things have been wrapped up. Uh, Those those few guys I just mentioned are guys still out there. You know, Kamar Wheaton, to our knowledge, isn't signed yet. He committed to Alabama um, after the early signing period. Um, You know, from people we've talked to, that doesn't seem to be much concern about, you know, him – wavering or anything you know i think he's pretty happy the recruiting process is behind him so i i anticipate he's he's set on signing with bama on february 3rd um so that's kind of just where things stand right now you know bama I, I don't think there's any realistic path for any team to overtake bama for number one at this point you know after adding Jaden roberts and kamar wheaton um, along with the guys they got on signing day with jojo earl and, and keanu coat um it, it's pretty much been wrapped up so um, yeah i mean right now bama's Pretty good spot coming off the national title. You know, there's 2022 guys, a lot of 2022 top recruits raving about Bama right now. You know, we we did a reaction piece on uh, Monday night and Tuesday morning, just catching up with guys, getting their thoughts. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of excitement right now around Alabama. So there's a pretty good spot right now with, with 2021 and
2: 2022. And, you know, obviously, you know, beyond that as well. All right. That's Hank South 247 Sports. If you want to know what's going on and be in the know, follow at Hank South 247 Sports, uh, Bama Online Recruiting, 247 Sports Recruiting Guru. Thanks, Hank. We'll catch up with you next week. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Mark. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll have our weekly catch-up with um, Scotty Hollins, Executive Director, Blueprint Ministries, the Christian Moment of the Week presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry right here on the Martin Houston
3: Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no problems reported on the roadways around Tuscaloosa or Northport. Now, some areas are getting fog, others reporting icing, so please drive carefully this morning. And if you see conditions, just give me a call. Right now is the time to save at your hometown Nissan dealer. Towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa, where you can save thousands and get top dollar on your trade. I'm Cap Bray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Patchy freezing fog again a concern with visibilities down to a quarter mile in some spots from Tuscaloosa and Pickens County northward. Like yesterday, patchy ice on some roads could create hazardous driving conditions. First responders are on the scene of a possible shooting at River Road Apartments. That's on Northeast 8th Avenue. Neighbors tell us there may be one victim, but circumstances are not known. There'll be a free COVID-19 test at African Baptist Church downtown, 9.30 to 1.30 Saturday. There will be drive through and walk-up service. I'm not.
0: The sound of Bama Sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: All right, welcome back into the martin houston show on Tide 100.9 it's now time for our weekly catch up with the johnson and marshall dentistry christian moment of the week with scotty Hollins of blueprint ministries visit dentist that's dentist johnson marshall dentistry located at 601 hargrove road east in tuscaloosa alabama changing lives discover your smile right there at uh johnson and marshall dentistry care for your smile a healthy mouth and a smile that'll last a lifetime good morning scotty how you doing sir martin i am doing fantastic and how are you doing well thanks for your flexibility in joining us today let's go ahead and get right into uh, the conversation as we do it each and every week uh, typically on Wednesday, but uh, joining us on this special Thursday uh, edition, uh, just take take some time, man, and encourage us how to incorporate our faith into the boardroom, the classroom, or our chosen field of see uh, our team win
1: are um, six national championship since uh, Coach Saban's been here and Coach Saban's seventh. I know I don't talk about um, that often, but I'm just so excited to um, just see those guys uh, persevere through the face of so much adversity. Um, I, obviously, uh, everyone has faced a lot of adversity this year. And, um, and so the question that, that kind of you know, I've been pondering is, what does it take to stop you? Like, what, what does it take? You know, adversity – is automatic. It's coming. You don't know when it's coming or how it's coming or how often or how long it'll stay, but you know, it's coming, you know? And so the question is, how do you handle it? Um, and what does it take to stop you? So as I think of obviously this team, I think of a team who, um, faced so much adversity, um, again, as, as did every other team, um, in this, in this, uh, in this country, but at the same time, um, I look at how they responded and 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 how they used it and how and and the fruits of um their response and so it, it to me it's kind of a metaphor for you know for the rest of us as we look at um again the adversity that uh they were able to overcome and so what what comes to mind from the Bible is um paul uh in second Corinthians I've shared this verse uh, this passage of scripture a couple of times over the years. But I want to talk, share it again this morning because it's concentrated adversity. I'm talking four or five verses of nothing but the adversity that he went through. And I want you to really ponder the question, what does it take to stop you? Like, what does it take to make you, let's say, melt down or give up or quit on a relationship or just I can't do this anymore? What does it take to stop you? And I want you to listen to Paul. Uh, five times he's talking about this. This is what he's going through. Five times he received the 40 lashes um, minus one. Again, many guys are aware of the the scene, the, the movie Passion of the Christ. When Jesus, Jesus was whooped um, at, towards the end before he went to the cross, that was the 40 lash, lashes minus one. Paul says he got that whooping five, on five different occasions. Three times I was beaten with rods. So, three additional times he was beaten with rods. Once he was killed was stoned and they actually thought he was dead that's the only reason they stopped stoning him and then he, he was unconscious he woke up and, and and actually went back in the same town of people that had stoned him which is crazy. three times he was shipwrecked. he spent a night and a day in the open sea um, you know he, he says he's constantly on the move he's been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits in danger from his fellow Jews in danger from gentiles, in danger in the city in danger in the country, in danger at sea. In danger from false believers, he says he's labored and toiled and has often gone without sleep. y'all know that's that's some serious adversity when you don't 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 get when sleep depravity, right? right. <laughs> he says he says um, he's he's been hungry. Oh my goodness, hungry. Uh, he he's been hungry and thirsty and has gone without food. He's been cold and naked. He says besides everything else, he faces the daily pressure of his concern for all the churches. Last last verse, he says, who is weak and I don't feel it? Who is letting us in the sin and I don't inwardly burn? He says, man, I I, I just, I'm going through it. <laughs> but one thing he also says, Martin, is I ain't quitting. I got a mission. My mission is to preach the gospel. My mission is to glorify God by being the best steward of my life that I can possibly be. And, and, and I think here's his secret, right? His secret of, you know, he says, "What what does it take to stop you? Everybody's answer is different to that. But it doesn't have to stay the same. Um, what does it take to stop you, for you to just, I'm done, I can't do it anymore? Or mm. and, and for, for Paul, I think the answer was nothing will stop him, because um, he, no matter how big his adversity was, his view of God was so big, really. I, I, let me say this. It was so accurate, because God is awesomely and, and tremendously big if we see him as he really is. His deal of God was so accurate that he couldn't help but keep fighting, keep persevering. And so um, I want to tell you, um, no matter how big your circumstance is, your God is bigger than that. And he wants you to trust him. He wants you to look to him. He wants you to know him more through those times. He wants you to become more like him through those times. He wants you to make him more known by the way you handle those times and even by encouraging those after you come out of those times in 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 how God strengthened you. And so I'm going to stop there, Martin, just give you a chance to, to kind of throw something in. But I, I just, when I think of this team this year, I saw a team that decided, hey, we will not, we won't be stopped. We're we, we going to respond. Um, we got adversity, but we're going to, um, you know, allow it to pull us closer together. And we got a mission. We're going to fulfill the mission. Um, and that's everybody involved. So it was a beautiful, beautiful thing to see this year.
2: It absolutely was. And, and what I would quickly add to that Scotty is yeah. I think about, uh, working out, I think about lifting mm-hmm. weights. Um, and, yeah. and the fact that your muscles actually tear and then w- when, when you're getting stronger and bigger, mm. yeah. uh, that strain of tearing those muscles actually is what builds right. you and makes you stronger. Uh, yeah. and, and, and so that that's kind of what you described there. Yeah, is a lot of times let people let mm-hmm. adversity stop them instead of making yeah. them stronger, uh, oh, instead man. of uh, equipping them for th- uh, the next battle uh, and going from level to level to level. So I, you know, adversity uh, isn't meant to stop you as much as mm. train you for what's in, in your that's future. Right. And what I did to get stronger in the offseason was what allowed you to see me uh, on the football field later on on those few Saturdays Mm. out of the year. So uh, such a great point. And God allows us sometimes to go through some things and we fight through some things in order to be stronger and so we can glorify him.
1: That's it. That's awesome. And then the celebration is that much greater because – You know, the triumph is that much greater because you went through so much. You get a chance to celebrate. Like, look at – it would have been, you know, without certain pieces of adversity, it'd be, hey, cool to celebrate. But when you go through so much more and you come through on the other side, it's like, wow, look – like the Red Sea. Look at what he brought us through, you know? So, anyway.
2: Yeah, just think about this, Scotty, and and, and that was such an on-time word, hopefully, for the people who are going through some things this year. But think about the freshman who won uh, the championship – Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, in, in seventeen, and now what they feel like. I I, 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 I promise you, I didn't that, think about that, that but they'll remember this one with a special yeah. fondness that may even exceed their previous title. I'm willing to bet that Coach Saban will. This one has a special place in his heart uh, because mm. of what they had to go through to get here. Man, thank you mm. so much for that word. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure all right have a good one. tell us real quick where they can find you sir absolutely you can go to
1: www.blueprint.com